There's a new report out this morning saying that uh, actions need to be taken to move the needle on racial equity in Minnesota's Medicaid program. Joining us this morning uh, is one of the authors of that report, Dr. Nathan Chomolo, who is the Medicaid director for the state of Minnesota. What needs to be happening in order to move that needle, Dr. Chomolo? Well, good morning, Freddie. Uh, great to be back on. Uh, so, uh, just clarification, medical director. <laughs> you keep trying to get me promoted to director, uh, but uh, <laughs> happy, happy to be here and talk about this report that I, I was proud to author. You know, we, we tried to ground it with some quotes, um, you know, starting with Martin Luther King Jr.'s, of all the forms of inequality, injustice in health is the most shocking and the most inhuman. Uh, as well as one from Dr. Evelyn Hammonds, who is a Harvard restor- historian, who's noted that there's never been any period in American history where the health of blacks was equal to that of whites. Disparity is built into the system. And it, we lay out that it's well known that the system in Minnesota has not afforded the same opportunity to black Minnesotans and American Indians in particular. And this system has been built over hundreds of years in large part by policy that often don't explicitly use the words race or explicitly target black or American Indians or other marginalized groups, but when carried out and put into practice were explicitly racist, like redlining in neighborhoods, or even thinking to policies that simply failed to use any measure of racial equity recently, like our initial response during the COVID pandemic around the location of and communication about testing resources. Uh, in, in fact, we cite the term Minnesota paradox coined by University of Minnesota professor Samuel Myers, which describes how Minnesota can have some of the best outcomes for white Minnesotans, yet some of the largest gaps between white Minnesotans and black and American Indian communities. So with this report, it was our goal to not only lay out how structural racism in our system is the inequity that leads to racial disparities, but then to also work with our community to help prioritize the calls to action the report put forth. So what needs to be done? You, you mentioned there, there are three or four specific areas that need to take place in order to turn this around. Yeah, yeah. So, so when we look at our data, two things stand out. First, you know, Medicaid has a significant impact on access to care for black Minnesotans. Just over 41% of all Minnesotans who identify as black get their health care coverage through our Medicaid program. And when you look at our kids, uh, nearly two-thirds receive their health care coverage through our Medicaid program. And we also recognize that our black community in Minnesota has very different backgrounds. So we looked at some of our health outcome data by country of birth. And we've consistently seen that compared to black Minnesotans born outside the country, those born in the U.S. have a higher prevalence of many chronic illnesses. Um, you know, in the analysis we cite in the report that found that the rates of asthma, depression, and heart disease were all three times higher for black Minnesotans born in the U.S. and abroad. Uh, and so when you look at what the medical and public health and policy literature has shown and is increasingly demonstrating, as we did in this report, these two findings, that a significant number of black Minnesotans are on Medicaid and that those born in the U.S. have worse health outcomes, these two findings are tied to intergenerational legacies of slavery, Jim Crow, mass incarceration, and that it's not race driving these outcomes, but structural racism. Uh, and so that is why, you know, given these current and historical contexts, we focused specifically on the U.S.-born black community. And we met with leaders and members of the U.S.-born black community throughout the report process to help guide and inform the calls to action. Came away with three main ones that we really need to improve racial equity and eligibility enrollment and renewal mm-hmm. to help folks get access to care um, and who is eligible for care, that we should 
to improve equity and access to culturally relevant care. So do you, once you have that insurance card, can you actually get to your you know, doctor or your provider? Does your provider have your shared lived experience? Are you at, do you have access to, you know, services like doulas, community health workers, others that, you know, work really with our community and in our community? And then the third was, we really need to improve our engagement with communities and families Medicaid serves uh, and, and really looking uh, to have ongoing conversations. You know, the, the pandemic has really shown us that we've had this fractured trust uh, between communities, medicine, government, uh, and part of, you know, repairing that is really ongoing conversations. We're talking with Dr. Nathan Chomalo. We're talking about the Medicaid program and racial equity in Minnesota's Medicaid program. Uh, you have a specialty in p- pediatrics. Is it concerning to you that 60% of children don't have adequate uh, access to health care, black children? Yeah, so I, I guess I would frame it as, you know, you know 64% is the number, you know, of black children get their coverage through Medicaid, which, you know, really gives us an opportunity to continue improving. You know, but, but you know, to the point you're making is that we know that folks who are on Medicaid, we've looked at that, our enrollees have told us uh, over the years, have different outcomes uh, when it comes to some of their quality care, have different uh, outcomes when it comes to access to care. And so I think that is a concern because, you know, it, again, it's a legacy of, you know, historical uh, and structural racism that we need to deal with. And, you know, we can't talk about health equity in Minnesota if we're not having Medicaid at the table because of that very fact. So what can we do right now? Folks listening to you are citizens who are directly impacted by the uh, findings that you're sharing with us this morning. What can we do as listeners, what can we do if people, as people who are participating in this program? Yeah, so there's a few things that are in uh, the uh, Governor Timwalt's budget right now that uh, come from these and stem and align with these calls to action. Uh, and so looking at offering continuous stable Medicaid coverage for all children for 12 months at a time, which would bring Minnesota in line with most other states and improve, help improve that access to the care, um, as well as support for navigator organizations that play a critical role in helping Minnesotans access health care coverage. And that was repeatedly cited by black community members and, and, and leaders as helping them access and maintain care, uh, as well as looking at, um, at proving funding to uh, help with some of those community conversations and uh, funding to our uh, language around how we access doulas and how doulas get paid to make sure that more folks on our programs have access to doulas. And this is an ongoing, you know, process. So we put this report out. We're not just going to say all the work is done. We want to have ongoing community conversations. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have uh, some coming up uh, in April 19th and on May 9th. Um, and so you can uh, check out the DHS, uh, Minnesota DHS public participation website to sign up for those. It's going to be virtual. Uh, we'll, we'll be going over, you know, more details of the report and then having some actual listening sessions, conversations uh, with folks in DHS and leaders to continue to build upon this. Do you have a final thought for our audience this morning? This is a hot topic. We'd like to learn more. Uh, what would you share with us in parting this morning? Yeah, I think really driving home that uh, this is part, this is a step towards where we want to be. This is not uh, by any means the end goal here, and that we really are looking and hoping that folks can uh, find time to you know, either reach out to us uh, at the DHS, reach out to your legislators, um, whether they be state, you know, there's counties have a role in this, uh, your health plan uh, providers have a role in this, and, and tell them what you are seeing and how we can continue to improve our programs uh, and, and keep moving forward. All right. Dr. Nathan Chomolo, can't thank you enough for being with us and sharing some important information with our audience this morning. Yeah, always a pleasure, Freddie. You take care and have a good weekend. You too.